This is the Authentic Dating series brought to you by Ahmad and David. Where we explore what it takes to have a dating life you're excited about. Hey guys, I'm David. I'm Ahmad. And this is the Authentic Dating series. In this episode, we want to talk about why we believe most dating techniques that are available online or espoused uh, about the place in magazines and, and wherever you may find and read them are flawed. Now, the first thing to say is I'm not saying that they are inherently bad or wrong to use. I'm saying that they're flawed. And we'll get to that in a, in a second. Well, actually, we'll get to that right away. So the, the first thing is that uh, a lot of the techniques that we see out there are actually a way of avoiding rejection. And they tend to then manipulate a situation or aim to manipulate a situation so that people are not being themselves, that they can avoid any sense of rejection or chance of messing things up when they're talking to a woman or you know seeing someone they want to go and talk to and then they get all in their head and so they, they stop being present to what's actually going on um, and, and being there in the moment with themselves and with the other person. So some examples of what I mean would be pickup lines that you've read online and the aim of a pickup line is to elicit a response, is to get a positive response. Mm. So that's why I'm saying here, it's like, well, that's not real. That's not something that you may naturally say. And then other things are like canned stories or um, even actually is going as far as some advice would suggest dressing in a particular way that would get attention. So now all of this, what we're saying today, all of this stuff, while again, not inherently bad or wrong to do, they come from a place that's not being you. Yeah, and it's it's really coming from a place, for, for us, like our opinion is coming from a place of that, you know, what you are and what you know isn't good enough and who you are isn't good enough and that someone else, who whoever this other person is that you've got these, these pieces of advice from, they know about how to be you better than you do when, you know, no one knows how to be you better than you do and how to be, express yourself as you do. You know, and these techniques, like I said, things like hand stories or clothes, and I find the clothes thing slightly ironic at the moment because I'm sitting here in a hat with my jewellery on, um, beads and all, but they come from a place often that you're trying to hide yourself, you're trying to hide your true nature from, from the world. Yeah, and, and in doing that, when let's say you've decided that there is someone you want to go over and meet and you've read a good pickup line or a good technique and um, you go over and you say this, well, straight away, there is a disconnect. Like you can have, now, you can have rehearsed this line and you can know it very well and it can be very convincing, but then it's an act. It's not actually you. It's, it's, a, it's a persona that you're putting on. And so then you're lacking connection. And this is where a lot of people can have a great interaction when they when they first meet someone but later on after maybe they got the number or they're going on a date then there's a lack in connection there's a lack in actual connection with the person it's like it's like being an actor right that's that's how we're saying this it's like you you take on this persona of this this person or this line that you 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 kind of put to someone but actually you're acting in those moments you're just acting to be somebody else that isn't you yeah and 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 it, it can get you results i'm not this is where i'm saying it's not bad and wrong it's like it, you can get results using techniques however 
when you're putting on this act in the long term, then what are you going to do? Are you going to keep on reading stuff? You're going to keep on mm. finding new stories. And and see, this is a there's an old adage that people used to love. I think back in the 80s, and and, and it's like a very salesy thing. Was like fake it till you make it. Yeah. But then, what if fake it just means fake it till you fake it? Like fake it. When does it end? When do you stop faking? I actually once met a guy who had was in a relationship, um, and he'd been in this relationship for a, about a year or so. And he was still reading material online stories mm, wow. that he would then go and and tell his uh, his girlfriend because he knew that they would get certain responses. Wow. And yeah, 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 it's pretty sad to hear actually. Yeah. Like uh, I see Dave's actually looking very sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah super. Yeah. Um, and so you know, this goes into the second reason as to why we're saying a lot of these dating things are flawed because it limits your personality. Mm. Like you're not you, you you're not developing yourself. You're not unfurling. You're not, and when I say unfurling, you're not, you're not evolving, you're not being, you're not experiencing. You're not the, living out and, and doing things and being the person that you want to be. It kind of comes down to some of the stuff we said in our first episode about how dating isn't just about dating, right? It's about living. Hmm. Yeah. And, and like Dave just said, like, um, so like a lot of people are out there trying to get a sense of who they should be by looking at other people. Mm-hmm. And yet most of the most confident people that we see are just being themselves. Mm. So then what people are doing are going out there, looking at other people, trying to learn how to be themselves. So then how are you going to be yourself if you're copying someone else? Exactly. Yeah, it's just, there's no end to that. It's a it's a vicious circle. Yeah, because how do they know how to be you? Like I understand that, you know, by looking at other people, you might learn things and be like, oh, there's things that I want to experience and be, but you can't, you know, you can't go and be like, okay, I've seen... You know, Richard Branson, I want a business I want to be a businessman just like him. You can't be him, right? Because you're not him, you're you. And you need to learn your self expression of who you are in, in the world. Yeah, exactly. And and we never actually know the full story of someone else. You may see the successes, but you don't see the failures and you don't see what they had to go through. And anyone who's been successful in themselves and expressing themselves in business or whatever they have come to understand themselves and what works for them. And, and they may go on to write books uh, to explain what worked for them, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you in the exact same way. And, and so with that, like what we want to get to today uh, in today's topic is that a foundation in yourself is key and it's actually the core. Because you see, like I said at the start, the, the techniques aren't, aren't uh, wrong and they're not bad. But when you have a good foundation in yourself, first and foremost, then you can play Mm. like so david said he he wears bees he's got a hat Uh, he's wearing it right now and um and and i know that there are certain um theories in dating they call it uh, they would have called it peacocking Mm. the sense of like a peacock shows its feathers it's very yeah it's very very attractive and and it's true it's it it is true you you know you stand out you're you're noticeable but equally if if that if you're doing it just because you read it was a good thing to do as opposed to that's a true sense of who you are and how you like to express yourself then there's nothing behind it mm. other than the fact that you read about it online and then you know there's a second layer that you can then learn to you know talk about that and say well you know i, I wear it because of xyz reason but again it's not really true uh whereas for david for example why do you wear the beads oh um because you know, as I said in my in the first episode again, like you know, I do a lot of travelling, and most of these have come from places and and people I've met even um, that kind of mean something to me. Like I've got some beads here that I bought in India from a Tibetan refugee that's living there who had a market stall, 
I have a uh, Moonstone that I bought in, I think it's just outside of Cusco while I was on my first ayahuasca retreat. And I have these wooden beads that I bought in um, Ethiopia. I got a lot of beads. He's got a lot of beads. So, but you see, so then for David, it's like, you know, he's, he's, he's expressing himself and it's just true. It's true for him. He, he actually enjoys it. It's not just something that he's doing because he wants to get attention. It's a difference there. So then when we talk about foundation of self, like it's often banded about like, just be yourself. Uh, and it's very troubling for a lot of people because they don't know who they yeah. are. So then um, there was two things that we want to say to break this down uh, to begin because knowing yourself is a journey. It's life. It's, I, I don't think anyone out there truly knows themselves. They know themselves in a moment. They know who they are today, perhaps. Most people uh, that I've met don't know they're still trying to find you know, a lot of people finding themselves out there yeah i feel like i feel like we're you're always kind of on this journey of 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 knowing yourself because through day to day and moment to moment you change you know things evolve about who you are and what what you are you know like we were talking about earlier it's like you know what you were a year ago and who you were a year ago to who you are today is different right you yeah, change yeah. people change Mind there's only one thing in life you can guarantee i say right it's change <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and taxes exactly <laughs> Well, for some people, uh, taxes, yeah. <laughs> so with that, then the first thing is what I find gets in the people, gets in the way of people knowing who they are is they get stuck in their emotions. And, and we spoke a lot about this character called Shookman in the last episode. And Shookman was for us a character, a, a character name that we gave to the negative self chat, to the egoic beliefs or limiting beliefs or whatever, you know, you prefer to call it. And so the first thing here is like in knowing yourself is to first actually acknowledge what is the story that Shookman has you believe. And an important message about Shookman or egoic beliefs or limiting beliefs uh, that you'll learn is that it always repeats itself. It's the same story. It's telling you the same story again and again and again. And so then this is actually part of who you are. But you see so many people get stuck because they're not willing to accept that or they believe that they should be different, that they should somehow be someone else. Or even worse, you believe that these feelings are wrong or bad. You know, like we, again, we speak a lot before the episodes um, that we record, but there's just this idea that, you know, you have these feelings that come up for you, say they're not, they're not positive things about yourself. You feel shame or you feel upset and you feel sadness and you tell yourself you shouldn't feel this way or you feel that it's you tell yourself it's wrong in some way to feel this way and there's, there's no way to be right you need to accept that these feelings like any other more positive emotions are have equal they're equal they're fine they're all okay and fine to have yeah and so the first thing is actually in this section what i'm about to say to you isn't or the, the advice or the guidance that I'm about to suggest isn't advice that's necessarily going to get you a date or going to get you sex or anything in particular. I mean, it, <laughs> it could do, but the, the aim of it isn't actually that. The, the aim is actually to start building a foundation in yourself. And so the first thing with the story of Shookman is to own it and to express it. And so the reason behind this is you become more comfortable with yourself. And actually, going back quite a few years now, uh, when I used to be really shook, <laughs> really scared uh, and nervous, was um, is, is actually expressing this, like feeling it was wrong to express it and it was bad. And I remember once Dave and I uh, were in Amsterdam mm. and just randomly he turned to me and he said, I feel sad. 
And I was like, I was really taken aback, like that he would just say that. And so Dave, actually you were one of the first people that really opened me up to the idea that it's okay to just express how you were feeling. I actually remember asking you like, why? And you just said, I don't know. I just yeah. feel sad. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like, like any emotion, like sometimes it just arises, you know, it just comes up and you're just feeling it. You could be just sitting at home some nights. And, you know, I think a lot of you guys listening there, you can probably um, resonate with what I have to say. It's like sometimes you just feel a bit lonely, you know. You could be sitting at work and you feel lonely. You're at home, you feel lonely. But, you know, instead of going, oh, my God, that's bad. I shouldn't feel that way. Or instantly, you know, especially in this day and age, we're like, okay, I'm feeling lonely. Let me go and spend some time with someone, right, or, or get rid of this feeling. Just be with the feeling. It's fine. It's totally fine to feel that way and maybe call a friend and speak to someone, you know, to express express it to someone who, you know, you trust and love or, you know, just be with the feeling on your own and just let it be there and let it and also let it go. Yeah. And, and so through beginning to own your emotions and how you're thinking and feeling in the moment, you start to become comfortable. And when you can express it comfortably you start to realize that we are all on the same page. Mm. Like I would feel sad and, and, and now I understood that Dave you know, has these feelings. You're understanding that we're all having these feelings. It's just like a sense of like, well, actually, you know, there's nothing wrong. They, and, but again, society often has us feel like we need to be positive all the time or mm. constantly in an upbeat and confident position. And it's not the case. So an example that I have from the, the, from the coaching days, and, I, and I'll, I'll do this in a, in a short form, but I was with a client and um, we took a break and we we're in a smoking section and he came up to me and he said how he just really hated how people were rejecting him on the, on the evening. And he just he, he just felt like he couldn't handle the, the, the feelings of uh, just, you know, feeling really bad about it. Like, you know, people rejecting him, he just felt, felt really shitty. And at that exact moment, this uh, shot girl came into the um, into the smoking section. And, and if anyone doesn't know, shot girls are the the ones that work in the in the bar and they walk around and they're handing out. Uh, well, not handing out; they're selling um, shots uh, from a tray. And uh, so I just, in my infinite wisdom, turned to him and I said, uh, "Go and uh, go and tell her that." And he went straight over. He didn't even say hello. <laughs> he went straight over, and he just expressed like how he felt shitty for for these feelings he had of being rejected. And she turned to him and said, well, how do you think I feel? And mm. he was literally like, his mind was blown. The matrix, the matrix had melted. And I had no idea that she was going to say that. You My, set it up really, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, I should do now. <laughs> but, um, but, but he re in that moment, he, he learned something. I mean, for, for many men out there, like, you know, the women that work in the bars are some of like, you know, they're like, they put them on a pedestal mm. and they see them as like being super confident and this and that. Uh, I'm not saying that they're not. Uh, this this client, he really got that she was no different to him. She was a human being as well. Yeah, uh, and and so with that, you know, there is a sense that you just you just you begin to feel more comfortable in who you are, and that it's okay. And then you can actually be more present in your in your interactions. So then the second thing that I wanted to talk about today was about values, um, and so values are things that you hold to yourself that you believe in and that you live by and so for me like being authentic is a value that i live by and if ever i'm in an interaction and i'm being real and i'm being who i am and someone rejects that uh, or doesn't agree with with someone who's being real like let's say you know um, i express that i'm feeling um sad or that i'm having a shitty day and um and someone's really aghast by this and they're you know they're not interested or whatever 
then for me, it's not like, do I really want to now revert to uh, using techniques and manipulation in order to win this person over? Or would I rather be speaking with someone who's actually also real and understands what it is to be a human being? Mm, values that too. Yeah. And Dave, you had some stuff you want to say about that. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's something I see, we, we used to see a lot with, with guys and particularly where there's this idea of like kind of looking around bars and clubs for kind of the, the hot girl. I say this in inverted commas. And it's kind of putting a huge amount of value on someone you've never spoken to, you know, or you've never, you've never met. Actually. You haven't met them. You might have just seen them. And you, you think, okay, they're really beautiful. And you instantly have placed this huge value, especially in the days like, you know, when we used to coach guys, used to even like, used to be a number value out of 10. And to go over and they'd be really nervous because they've instantly placed this 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 woman on a, a pedestal that they haven't even spoken to yet and they'd be you know wanting to try and get a phone number or elicit some sort of positive response and i say that like elicit positive response because it was very much often you see guys and they go over with the idea of getting some sort of response not just going over to actually enjoy some conversation and what always used to spring to my mind was like how do you know you actually even kind of want to talk to this person right they don't you don't know them they have no real value actually they're just they're just neutral like everybody else around you maybe you feel like there's some energetic reason that you feel you want to kind of go and speak to them but actually how do you actually know you want this girl right because you don't know anything about them yet and if you if you start to really think about this it's like someone you don't know and more and more you you'll talk to people especially in, in terms of kind of approaching people you don't know or even this could be kind of in bars and clubs or you know your wherever you go to your hobbies and your your camps or whatever it may be and it could also be kind of online dating because i know there's people fall into this trap as well of you know they're talking to people online or they haven't quite started talking to people online they've seen them and they're like oh this person wow look at them blah 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 but you don't know this person yet until you actually speak to them and start getting to know them they're just another random person really yeah so knowing your own values and owning up to your emotions are i would say the the basis of starting to learn about who you are as a person and what you like and if and if you're listening to this and you're wondering well you know i i have no idea then this is a great time to start to to get out there and start to realize and recognize what it is that you want and as david was saying earlier like as you age uh, through time values change mm. in the past you know you may have been really i know i was really into going out loads and, mm. and clubbing loads nowadays i'm more into you know create creating actually this podcast is one of the things mm. that I, I value i really want to contribute and and again so for me at this point in my life anyone that was if i was dating someone rather if i was dating someone that just wanted to go partying all the time and wanted me to go with them all the time and was against me working or against me doing things that are, that helped me in my creations. There's also like a comic book that I'm working on. There's business that I'm working on. And, but if anyone has who, who felt that, you know, that got in the way of them or whatever, like for me, then that would be an issue because it would start to grade against my ability to just express me and be who, be who I am. Yeah. So then just to summarize then uh, what we what we're saying today, first and foremost is about being comfortable in who you are and you can't really be comfortable until you start to own that voice that shook man the way that you feel so if you're feeling nervous when you're going out on dates or if you're going out to meet people even hanging around with friends you know if you can't own that then what it is it's like it's like an energy that's stuck 
and it can't it can't move and and it kind of eats you up from the inside because you just every single time you're about to go out you just know it's going to be there it's going to be talking to you you're going to have another shitty night and i'd also add to that and this, this is the first time i've this really came to me as, as ahmad was speaking it's also owning your desires as well it's something that often we we do we kind of we have desires come up for us and we kind of push them away as being like wrong or bad or not wanting them but actually i think owning your own desire whether it be to have that mcdonald's burger you really want that burger you own that desire it doesn't necessarily mean you have to follow through with the action but just acknowledge the desire within yourself for something you want and i see this with with, with men and women sexually as well they're not kind of owning their desires like whether it may be they see someone who they're attracted to or they speak to someone they're attracted to and they kind of negate that in themselves and they see that as something that really it's just again it's, it's just going in line with being authentic and that um, reminds me of a concept we we're speaking of earlier which is as above as below and so below would be like your your negative emotions your sadness the darkness in you whatever you want to refer to it as like if you can't fully express that if you can't fully beat with that and own that comfortably that um, then you can never really fully ex experience the higher levels there'll always be a level of um yeah if you if you can't really be down there and 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 owning that that darkness if you're always shying away from it then i'm you know i i, I take a good bet that you know even on the happiness side and the excitement side to be free and fun uh you're going to feel uh, restricted and, and contrived in that area you're going to feel almost uh, guilty or, or you know, I'm not saying exactly right you're gonna how you're gonna feel but there's gonna be a sense of like stuckness with that as well and concerned about how you know if you're worried about how people are going to be with you when you're sad you're going to be worried about how people are going to be with you when you're super happy and excited mm. like it's somehow wrong as well mm. so then really then when we're saying comfort you know all we're actually saying is being human being comfortable being a human being and a human being has a myriad of emotions there isn't a single human being alive today or who has ever been alive that hasn't experienced a myriad of emotions in their lifetimes, who hasn't had failures, who hasn't had rejection and upset. And, and I'd hope to think that all human beings have also experienced love and happiness and joy at moments, mm. regardless of whatever their experience has been. Uh, and we do hear stories, you know, um, from all types of people who face serious ills, who then, you know, do experience love and, and happiness. And you know, people who have serious illnesses and, and whatnot, they, they find love in, inside and, uh, for their condition. But my point here really is without without owning your, your, your both sides of your emotions, like David said, the, the, your desires, as well as your sadness and your upset, then then there's you're you're always playing like a limited version of yourself mm. and and then when you know it's very easy to fall prey to just using techniques then to circumvent ever having to really own and deal with your emotions and really just be who you are so going back to what i said at the beginning then it's like when you can own that and you can be comfortable two things happen it's like you, you you feel very at ease with yourself and you feel very present to other people because when you feel nervous you're not getting lost in that nervousness and actually dave you were saying earlier about how uh when, when people often are not even thinking about the other person when yeah they're... yeah they kind of i can link that really nicely to your um story about the the shot girl it's like we get so caught up in how we're feeling all the time you know we're running through through life or whatever it may be that we actually forget how other people are also feeling when we speak to them or we interact with them in some way. It's like, you know, it, it's the example of the short girls is a really good one is that we, we 
you know, you may, you might see a good example actually is, you know, you might go and speak to someone who, you know, you're attracted to in a bar or club and you go over and you start speaking to them and they may seem, they might seem a bit offish. Like they might not seem so interested in speaking to you or something like that. And instantly we often go to the place of being like, oh, they don't want to talk to us for whatever reason, like they don't like us or they're uninterested in what we're saying. But actually we don't always consider like what's going on in their life. Like, how are they as a person, you know? Like, if you stopped and said, you know, someone, oh, hey, like, you know, we've been talking for five minutes, but, like, how are you? You just don't know what's going on, you know? They could have had some family issues that have gone down. They might have just had an argument with their friend. They may just broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend. You just you just really don't know. And we don't always come from a place of kind of compassion for what's going on for someone else. We often are coming from a place of, like, what, what I want I want out of this and what I want to get. Yeah, and, and, and often, actually, with... Uh, with- even with what we're talking about today, and especially with techniques, but uh, and what we were saying about techniques earlier, but even with what I'm saying about today, with hence why I said like I'm not s- suggesting that by being real and expressing your emotions or, or expressing how you feel is it's going to get you laid or it's going to get you a date or whatever, but it's the intention behind why people do things mm-hmm. and they're just not present to the, the experience, the joy. They're just always in the end result. What was that Alan Watts quote? Um, the one about dancing. About dancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So was, we've been, I've had presents to me to some uh, some music recently on Spotify, and it's um, basically it's got a, a guy, Alan Watts, a philosopher. Would you class him as maybe? Yeah. yeah, and he's talking over some of these really nice dance beats, and in one of them he talks about how you know we you when you go to dance you know you're going you go to a party to dance you go to dance to enjoy the dancing don't you You just dance you don't think about the end of the party right you're not thinking oh i'm looking forward to the end of the party and the and the party finishing so i can go home but you just enjoy the dance because you like you love dancing yeah so there you go it's like you know being present being comfortable with yourself with your emotions and what we were saying about values and, and values really as well is about having your own boundaries, knowing mm. what you want, knowing what you like. And the only way you can do that is by going out and experiencing life and, and doing things mm. and, do, you know, seeing, um, when I say doing things, going out, seeking experiences, you know, sitting at home and never, never moving or never doing anything, you know, never trying anything or, or suggesting that you can never do anything, um, only keeps you in a small, in a small place. Whereas putting yourself out there, meeting new people, trying new things, whatever it may be, you're always going to learn something. You're always going to see something new. It's, it's always going to, there's always like an exchange of energy in a, in a, in a give and take sort of, sort of situation. And valuing your own experiences as being something that's important and valid and valuing your experience and not necessarily valuing other people's experiences and them telling you that their experience is more important than yours in terms of how you learn for yourself through life. Cool. So again, just to wrap it up then is being comfortable with yourself, with your emotions and knowing your own values and doing that through experience, through going out, through trying things, through speaking to new people, through pushing your boundaries and, and then learning what it is you want. And also knowing that you're a transient being, you're constantly changing. Transient is a long word. I just use, <laughs> well, I think so. <laughs> so but it's, it's um, but essentially, you know, you're, you're constantly changing. You're, you're, you know, nothing ever stays the same.
we kind of look at things and think they're they're very static but actually when you you look down to kind of a molecular level it's like things are completely changing every few days every few years even as humans or every seven years that we completely we're completely new human beings in total you know from from a bio, biology point of view I struggle with that word there <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so that's it so thanks guys for listening in today um our wonderful episode you know if you want to get in contact with us uh find out a bit more about what we're doing head over to our instagram which is authentic dating series our website which is www.authenticdatingseries.com and we've also got a, a facebook page as well you can head over there for bits and pieces and more content yeah and please do subscribe if you like our content and you like what we're doing we're going to be releasing podcasts on a weekly basis we're yeah we're we're loving uh the response so far from everyone mm. and the questions that are coming in and we'll do our best to to answer any questions that are coming through but yeah please do let us know what you think and to subscribe uh we love to know that it, that we're doing well great thank you